Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was performed by Joanna Kofi in May 2011, where the theme was triangles. Hiya. <laughs> um, my story, basically, I'm a massive fan of Dallas. <laughs> Not the place, the TV show, very much so. I've got eight box sets, and I've watched some of them more than once. And at the moment, I'm just at the part where Bobby's dead and have completely replaced Miss Ellie with some random that I don't like. Not big on change, but I'm trying to deal with it as we, as we go. So, I don't, firstly, why I like Dallas, there's a million reasons why I like Dallas, but the main reason is it's really arrogant. It's like the most arrogant TV show that you'll ever see. So on episode one, when the budget's really low, uh, Bobby and Pam uh, go to um, a nightclub to go and find Lucy who's like slagging it around on the dance floor. <laughs> they go down and sort it all out and bring her back. And before they go, the episode ends on them giving it a bit of 70s jiving on the dance floor and they're really going for it. And then you hear, as the music gets louder, what they're dancing to is They're like dancing to their own theme tune, which is like so arrogant, but wonderful at the same time. So when I got given the opportunity to meet J.R. Ewing in the person, I was willing to lie, steal and beg to meet that man and shake him by the hand and tell him what a difference he's made to my life in general. <laughs> so at the time, uh, I was working at the BBC as a researcher on a very important entertainment celebrity programme. And uh, on JR Day in particular, I'd been pulled into a meeting with my executive producer and he said, uh, today uh, we want you to go and find a monkey. I was like, all right. Uh, it's like, not any monkey, we want it to have really big hands. <laughs> so it can pull off little triangles of celebrities' faces from a washing line. I was like, okay, okay, fine. So off I went out into the back to go and find this monkey. As soon as I sat down, I get a call from my friend, flatmate, and fellow Dallas fan. She's also a music plugger, and she's down at the BBC. Phones me and says, you never guess what? Wogan, now and then, has been filmed today in Studio One. They've got Pam, Bobby, and JR. <laughs> I've managed to get us a couple of tickets. Do you want to go? I was like, yeah, monkey schmonkey, get out of there, like, whatever. <laughs> so go down and see the show, and it was brilliant. We had such a good time. It was wonderful. There was, like, loads of gay men in Stetsons, and everyone was just having, like, <laughs> such a laugh. And then it came on, it turns out, like, Bobby is, like, the real joker of Dallas. 
and he put like a couple of uh, bananas in J.R. Ewing's bed when he was about to have a love scene with Sue Ellen and it was just everyone laughed, it was hysterical. <laughs> as we came out though, as we came out, it wasn't enough, it really wasn't. And like, I was starting to like saying to people, well, we, we want to go meet them, that, that was a good fix, but I want to meet him. So I'm getting all this attention by this point because I'm getting about 20 calls through on my mobile phone about this stupid monkey. And I'm having to like, say things like, well, how big are its hands exactly? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that's too small. I'm going to have to call you back. No, sorry, sorry, that's too expensive. And it was getting ridiculous. But it attracted the attention of the editor of the Dallas, web uh, Dallas website, who was a very camp gentleman. And my friend brought over this really important woman in entertainment, in television. And she was really important, but what was fabulous about her is she had the most amazing high-pitched voice that was like a bell. So when she spoke, you'd be like, oh, God, I'm shattered. Oh, God, just shut up. Oh, no, she was really authoritarian. So between us, we decided to concoct this plan of to get in the dressing room. And then you, we just batted around a few excuses. The, fir the first uh, thing that we came up with was to go and get a, a load of headphones from upstairs, just put them on and pretend we work for the show and just stroll in the dressing room, like, really casually. Then we realised that that was blown because I stick out like a sore thumb and I'm having about 20 calls about a monkey that I'm having to deal with every five seconds. So what we decided on in the end was for me and Claire to pretend we were competition winners for the Dallas website. <laughs> An entertainment lady would take us all down there and introduce us all and say, I'm here from the Dallas website, we're, we're here to meet J.R. Ewing. So we all go stomping down to the dressing room. And there's this researcher on the door, and she's like 19. She's got the typical researcher's scarf on, the Ugg boots, you know, the headphones. And even I thought in my head, really innocently, we're so going to break her. No problem at all. I say, but oh no. We get to the first thing the very important entertainment lady does is stick her hand across the door and sort of bend half of her body inside the thing and go, It's James in there! It's James in there! And of course, researcher turned around and went, There is no James that works on this show. If you've got any problems, take it up with the executive producer. It's blown completely. So then she comes out with a double whammy. She's like, well, I'm here with all the competition winners from the Dallas website. Uh, we're here to have their pitch taken with J.R. Ewing, so can you let us in, please? Again, I don't have any competition winners on my list. Um, if you've got any problems, can you sort it out with the executive producer? By this point, like, entertainment woman is just bubbling. You can tell. It's like layers and layers and layers of frustration upon frustration until she absolutely explodes and shouts at her, We're coming in! Like, it just pushes her out of the way and we finally get into this room. Finally. And it's hideous. It's absolutely hideous. She's wall-to-wall TV people everywhere, all getting smashed with champagne. Like, Wogan's in the corner, he's talking about Bruce Willis about the time that he came on the show and they all had such a laugh. And everyone's muffling and getting in each other's way. And I'm like, I don't think I, I can stand this. I can't even see JR, let alone anyone, really. But in the corner, past all the belts and people's skirts and rubits, I saw a sofa, like, in the distance. And I thought, this is ridiculous. There's a sofa, there's like a haven to this dressing room, so I'm sort of pushing my way through. I don't give at any point any thought to why in this massively crowded dressing room no one sat on this sofa until I sit down and I realise there's a massive Stetson next to me. And I'm like, oh, no, this is J.R. Ewing's chair. Oh, no, I better get up. But just as I do, J.R. Ewing comes over and puts his hand on the Stetson and catches my eye. I light up. He lights up in like all those times at the end of Dallas where he gives you a real baddies look, and, like a big twinkle in the eye. And he says to me, 
Yeah, little lady, have one of these. It's a hundred dollar bill with a picture of his face on. <laughs> the best day of my life. Thank you. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London tells stories in West London, South London, and now North Norfolk. For one night only, we're telling stories by the sea. For more information, contact Joanna at sparklondon.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.